Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on it. Motherfucking episode of 2020. This is N4G Radio, episode 633 for December 28th, 2020. Whew, it's been a year. Anyway, on this final show, we have Drew. Do it. <laughs> we have Anthony. Okay. The dark side of the force. Uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> like, what? Dude, it wasn't, it wasn't your, your mic being, your internet being bad again. It was just you, like, struggling for a joke. Is that what <laughs> yes. it was? Yes, I started laughing before I said it. Okay. And then we got the wall bat, too. Strike me down. I, I was watching Return of the Jedi the other day, and my son comes, he's like, this movie's boring. <laughs> He's like, Star Wars is boring. All they do is run around shoot lasers at each other. Stupid. Wow. You know what? I concur. <laughs> your, your son just took down like 30 years of nerd culture. I know. That's what I thought. I was like, you. Get out of my room. <laughs> do it. All right. Do well, it. You're grounded. <laughs> All they do is shoot lasers at each other is like the foundation of my entire formative life. Right? I mean, that's what they do in G.I. Joe, just shoot lasers at each other. Yeah, but they yeah, yell, and, Cobra, and la, 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 la. They do that, too. That's the good part. Anyway, this will be the last time that we, we gather in the year of our Lord 2020. Who's ready for 2021? Yeah, I don't even know that you can say in the year of our Lord. Well, you year. Satan, right? That's true. That's true. Well, <laughs> The Lord hates us, is what. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen the uh, the the? I think it's the Match dot com uh, ad yeah, the with Satan. Thing. Yeah, Satan uh, matches with twenty twenty. Yep. Oh my! And it ends with meteors falling out of the sky while they're on a date. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean let's, I'm not gonna lie; that's pretty accurate. It's uh. Ryan Reynolds joint. He's a funny dude. He is a funny dude. I kind of want to see his new movie, but, you know, they want to put it in theaters, so fuck that. I still can't believe they're mov- releasing stuff in movie theaters. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, are you... No. What's That's, not... like, clearly a contract thing. I, I, I have to assume there's some weird contract that some people are just not willing to break. Y'all are stupid. Well, I just can't imagine... Wouldn't the studio break the contract if they realize they're not going to make any money off of this? You would think, it, but then, it's, you know, it's not. It's but, not that. It's the the it, what's what's a better loss? Putting it in theaters 
and having it lose money there or not putting it in theaters and then getting sued for potential earnings that no one can prove because, I mean, literally, the idea of potential earnings is horseshit. I don't know. I, I think putting anything in a theater right now is a bad move. Don't do that. Me too. <laughs> I mean, unless you want the movie to fail like Monster Hunter. Did y'all realize that came out? <laughs> no one was going to watch it anyways. Let's uh, be honest. Those, he, that director sucks. I like that director. I don't care what uh, I've enjoyed so many of his movies. Anderson. I've enjoyed so many of his movies, and it's because I Hold just on. don't care. There's a couple okay, of movies. I... I like his first Resident Evil. Um, I like the Mortal first Kombat. Story. The first, the first Mortal Kombat's good. Event Horizon. Um, love that movie. That's such a weird one for him, but yes, uh, I've been told that's good. Soldier. I mean, we've already named like more Soldier. movies but, than but, but, some people have actually on. made. But then we hit, we hit, we hit 2004. He does Alien vs Predator. You're like, okay, and then he does Resident Evil Apocalypse, and then it's just downhill from the Dead or Alive. I did the not like Dead or Alive, but there is not a Resident Evil movie that I was not entertained uh, throughout. Those movies are big, dumb, and stupid, and I enjoy them. I think they continue to be better than whatever the hell they're going to do for Netflix, because I read the script for that, or the synopsis, and I was like, yeah, I don't... You can't just do a recreation of Resident Evil. I mean, it's a pretty decent story. I mean, come on, Drew. If you'd have read the synopsis for Tim Burton's Batman, you'd have been like, no... People still mad about that. Come on. Well, let's get nuts. That movie is 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 the best Batman. Best Batman. You are you're wrong. No, I'm not wrong. Yeah, you're just no, wrong you, about being wrong. He it, over over Dark Knight. Yep. You're fly. Okay. Batman eighty nine. Michael Keaton is Batman. My, Michael Keaton is Batman. I mean, sure. I'll give I think, you. I would give you that. Michael Keaton is the best Batman. Here's but the thing. Heath Ledger was the best ones, Joker. If you're gonna ask me which one's that. the better, the better movie, then absolutely it's The Dark Knight. But if you're gonna ask me which one is a better Batman movie, uh, then it's Batman '89. Like I love one's the a Dark film, Knight. one's an Dark Knight's almost is like basically art. <laughs> and you're asking me to compare it to a comic book. Sometimes like, when I, one is, of clearly got a <laughs> different, what, different the most, look. Are you are the the most comic book? Uh, Batman movie of all time is actually Dark Knight Rises. And people hate that think about movie. It. I know, but Bane takes over an entire city on his own. I mean, of course, that's that's that can only happen in a comic book. I know. I think that's the reason why people hate it. <laughs> it could possibly be what do you mean? I don't care who I was till I put on the mask. <laughs> For you. For you. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with Christopher Nolan making people un unlike you can't understand what they're saying? I heard that's like I saw a clip from Tenet, and like I was like I can't understand any of the words that's coming out of these people's mouths. And then Batman. For the longest time, it took me three viewings <laughs> of a, of the Dark Knight to realize what Batman was saying to him to the Joker. At the end of the movie, he said, you're going to live in a padded cell for the rest of your life. It took me three viewings to understand what he actually <laughs> said there. What about when he yells at Bane at the end of the movie? <laughs> I don't get that. Chris, that was like, oof. 
Kristen Bell is just getting angrier with every movie. So funny. So how about this? Because I know I may I may get I may get uh, murdered for this one. While I don't think Val Kilmer was a good Batman, I think he played Bruce Wayne pretty good. He was fine as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like George Clooney was bad all around. Yeah, he was bad, Bruce and Batman. I was gonna say that. Yeah. To be fair, I've listened um, to uh, Joel Schumacher talk about that those movies, and his response is like, they they wanted me to make stuff that sold toys. Like I had to make stuff. I know the nipples is weird in hindsight in that case, but. Like he, he, they really uh, wanted bat nipple toys, but but he talks about it being like like they wanted all this stuff to sell, so I had to do that as well as make a movie, and it it, it was really interesting to. I'm pretty sure it's a commentary or it's an interview, one of the two. I'm sure you can find that online, but yeah, he talks about how it like that had to shape the entire film, so it wasn't just getting to do Batman; he was having to make a toy line basically. Um, so I don't, cause like his other works, well, very much gay camp stuff, but um, like the Lost Boys has a very gay undertone to it. Um, like it's just, uh, that, that movie, those movies get a lot of hate and they deserve some of it, but I don't think it's a direction or actor wise. It's like, this is dumb because he was forced to make stupid stuff. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, what's his name there? Um, Clerks. Um, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith talks about his nightmare trying to get Superman off the ground. Like the company at that time had no idea what they wanted. I mean, nobody's been able to do. They wanted a giant spider. That's what they wanted. Fucking Uh, long-haired Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Tim Burton Superman. Yeah. So like it. It sounds to me like a lot of this stuff ends up being like interference from studios. So I don't. As much as I blame him for some of the stuff, like the nipples, um, the <laughs> it always comes back it, to the nipples. It bothers me. It bothers me because they like they're they're like they're clear as day. They're not even just like markings. They. I mean, there's a like fucking scene that focuses on them. Come on, there's a different color to the suit with the nipple part. <laughs> Anthony could be talking about anything there. He could be talking about God himself. <sighs> I mean, I, I don't blame him for anything except for the nipples. <laughs> except for the nipples. <laughs> That's what I blame you for, oh, is no. for the nipple. Oh. Hashtag for the nipple. I mean, he, I, I feel like Joel Schumacher was obviously trying to to channel the 1960s Batman TV show. You should have done the bat then. I wish I remembered more of it, because he did talk about it in depth of just kind of how awful that whole experience was um but yeah it, it was a fascinating conversation about having to deal with every part of the company uh warner brothers so when we when we were streaming so this is a fun fact when we were streaming uh a long time ago when i lived with my roommates we were watching the lost boys on tv and as the credits were rolling um it came up a uh, Chris Gore if you remember who he is he was hosting this like monster movie marathon thing and it, he would give some commentary while, right before coming back from a commercial break stuff like that and while the credits were rolling he says well this movie was directed by Joel Schumacher and I remember Alan chimed in 
And he said, wait, Lost Boys was directed by Joel Schumacher? I was like, yeah. And he's like, my, my God, how far we fall, don't we? <laughs> Everybody just bust out laughing there. <laughs> and of course, one guy was like, I don't, know, I don't get what he's saying. He's like, he made the freaking shitty Batman movies. <laughs> he, he, he directed Falling Down. Yes, he did. Oh, that's a great that movie. movie's a masterpiece. Like he he directed some really interesting stuff, and then he got Batman, and it's just like, uh, like Phone Booth, you know, was later on that wasn't terrible, but then you know Number Twenty Three, which was stupid. When people were trying to make this thing about serious. Phone Booth, speaking of speaking about of phone stupid, booth was that it was like a half hour long. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of stupid, he also did The Stupids. Okay. No, he didn't. Not Pretty sure he did. Here. Uh, no. I'm looking at his thing. Did it have and, nipples uh... in it? <laughs> I, don't I know. have nipples, Joel. Can you he milk did. me? He did 8mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he did some movies. Anyway, video games. You want to talk yeah. about those? Sure. Why not, right? It's 2020. What's what's going on? Drew, what, what are you... Video games, what you got? I... I don't have anything. Okay. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I really don't. I I, I finished up Dead Space Three with Matt. Um, I don't know. I don't. I I don't think I like that game. That's fine. It wasn't the best of that series. No, sure. no, no, no. That 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 was the that was the Resident Evil Four of Dead Space. You mean six? Well, I, I this. Four changed four, Resident four, Evil. Four is a beloved game, and you're saying you don't like Dead Space Three. I think that's the reason why Ken was like, "Are you sure you don't mean six? Yeah. Well, here's the here's the thing. I like you're, Resident it's Evil Resident Four Five. I mean, well, te- technically, but Resident Evil Four started changing things. Up. Resident Evil Four is not a survival horror game. No, it's not. And Dead Space One and Two were most certainly survival horror games. Um, and four was where the 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 series turned into an action game, and that's basically what happened here in, in Dead Space Three. One of the coolest things about Dead Space Three is the weapon crafting and the customization that you can do there. Um, and I thought that was pretty cool. the The entire experience was pretty good. I just hate what they look at how they massacred my boy. I mean, they just they ruined Dead Space by turning it into an action game. Should make a YouTube video about that. A YouTube video about how they ruined Dead Space? Yeah. It's very timely. Okay. What else is there? How how they ruined Cyberpunk 2077? Nah, just making a joke. That's what people on YouTube do. Well, of course. I mean, everybody's doing that now. Everybody's a critic. This is why I hate this. And why you should, too. Yeah, you should totally be on board with me because... What was the discourse on Christmas was Wonder Woman... I don't know if y'all saw that. Everybody hated Wonder Woman? Everybody hated Wonder Woman. Had they seen it yet or no? Yeah, it, it's streaming on uh, Christmas Day. Gotcha. I have yet to see it. So Yeah, I watched yeah. it uh, Christmas evening. Oh, it, was, it was fine. It wasn't as good as the first one, but it was fine. I heard some weird... It's a weird... There's some weird, weird stuff in that some movie. Some weird, uncomfortable stuff if you think about it too hard. Well, you shouldn't think about movies too hard. You should just watch yeah, them. You're right, but like... 
I mean, it's a movie yeah. about a lady from an island that uh, makes people tell yep. the truth with a lasso and flies an invisible yep. jet. That, that's I can get my head around that. Can't all get my of head those things happen. So you're okay. Isn't she technically a god? She's a yeah. Amazon. Yeah. No. But her fa- it was told in the first movie who her father was, wasn't it? I don't remember. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Because, you know, it might be spoilers from 1937 or something. I don't know. So, I don't hate Dead Space 3. I think it was a fine game. I just don't like what the direction they took with it. Must have been from Joel Schumacher. It must have been. <laughs> did it I, must have been. Did he have nipples? No. Not that, not that I know of. Okay. Well, at least there's that. Not so that, that you can see, at least. No, I mean, that was PlayStation 3, so, yeah, wasn't as fine a detail. Yeah, they, they weren't quite to the ability to really render some good-looking nipples yet. Yeah, ray tracing is not involved in the PlayStation Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we did finish that don't, up. Don't let this be my legacy, please, God. <laughs> Don't have the nipple talk be the thing that I'm remembered for. Well, <laughs> just because you said that, now it is. So. Oh, no. It's all about the, the nipple guy. It's all about the nipples, baby. Oh. <laughs> I do it for the nipples. Anyway. Yeah. We finished up that. I think it was okay. Uh, I just don't like how they did Dead Space, unfortunately. And, well, we'll never get a sequel to that, even though they left it on a cliffhanger. We get a pseudo-sequel that takes place in the PUBG universe. Say what? I'm not kidding. Sh- That's a real thing. Uh, <laughs> this this game takes place in the PUBG universe? Yeah, the the new, what is it? What's it called? The Callisto Protocol or something? The new uh-huh. game from the guy that's from that studio? Yeah. Yeah. Who told you this? It's from, um, it's um, from that company. It's, it's from that company, and they have stated it's in the PUBG universe. Yeah, this they, is not something Ken is making up. No, I swear, this is a real thing. This is not a joke. It's a real thing. <laughs> I don't know how... I don't, know, I don't want this. <laughs> well, I don't you're, want this. You're getting it, and you're going to play it, and you're going to be like, huh, now I want to explore the PUBG universe. No, I don't. <laughs> Do not want. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> they said that when uh, they when they expanded the company that they were going to start making a bunch of other games that take place in that same universe, and this is the first one, I believe. Great. So there's that. All right. Um, I started. The next game for Phoenix Dow was is The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. So you're playing this on 3DS, right? That is correct. Are any of you actually playing on original hardware? Matt is playing the first dungeon on the N64, and he said then he's switching to the 3DS version. Okay. I would, if, um, if I had my way, I would do the, um, the Wii or the Wii U uh, virtual console version. Why? Because it's actually cleaned I, up visually. Dude, the 3DS version looks yeah, completely 3DS. different. Yeah, the 3DS version's a better game in my opinion. But it's not cleaned up visually. I don't have a problem with the controls like y'all. No, dude, I'm not talking no. about the controls. It, I mean, they go redid... Look, go look at screenshots of the 3DS version of Zelda. I've seen the 3DS version of Zelda. What I'm telling you is the Wii U version actually gets upscaled. It looks good. But it, but it looks like the original N64 version. 
I'm it's still okay, blocky. Man. This actually looks like carrots are running around. I've played. On, I don't. I played on RetroArch. Fuck all. Your I don't so, think they're losing anything. Huh. Someone has played both versions. I don't think anyone's losing anything by playing the three. That, that's gonna be my question. Is have you actually played through it, Drew? Have you ever finished Ocarina of Time? Yeah. Okay. I've I've beaten that game like Matt three times. Not. Matt has never played a Zelda game. Oh my god, that's not the one yeah. you should start with. Then. Well, um, you can sh- take a shit then, because I don't care. Uh, the, in terms of the 3D ones, <laughs> I yeah, do that that's every absolutely day. the one, Drew. That's absolutely the one. <laughs> then you're on your way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I started it. Um, so if anybody has listened to the latest episode of Things Down, I was like, yeah, we'll see how far it takes us. I was like, I'd say probably three hours to get through the, the get through the main beginning part and get through the Deku tree. Oh, how wrong I was. Oh, you're absolutely wrong. It takes at least an hour, minutes. hour and a half to get through Kakariko Village if you're doing everything. No, it took me 40 minutes to get through the Deku tree Dude, it's, and then into Hyperfield. Well, if you know the game, yes, but I'm talking like if you actually do everything. Dude, I don't... I, the last time I played this game was when I was 15. It's not. It's not as complex <laughs> as you think, Ken. Uh, oh. I've played through the Deku Tree last year, dude. It takes even doing everything. It's not that long. From starting the game to finishing the Deku Tree, I logged in forty-two minutes. Well, you you're just get, a pro fucking elite gamer. You then. can't. You can't. No, I'm not. <laughs> you end up having to go back there anyways, and you'll have more equipment to actually get some of the stuff you can't get first time through. So fucker, I just, well, that's probably because I spent 40 minutes throwing rocks at the guy who can't lift rocks. Okay, well then you're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy my video games, Anthony. I, I engulf myself in them. What? I just try to roll past Mallow a lot. You can't you can't get through, so you have to have a, a shield and a sword. Oh, right? you you can you can get through. You just have to glitch your way through. I don't know right, I'm not a speedrunner, okay? <laughs> So, uh, I, you know, first you got to collect enough rupees to buy the shield. Yep. Then after you get the shield, you go into the little area right there where you get the sword, and then you're. Am I the go. only one hearing the music right now while you're talking about Kakariko Village? Uh, we're talking about Kokiri Village. Kakariko's later on. Sorry. Yeah. And Sorry. are you hearing the? Are you hearing the Lost Woods music? Or are you hearing the? No, I'm hearing the village open. music. Okay. I'm I'm actually hearing the house music. Oh god. Which they did a remake of in Hyrule Warriors and it's like epic and it's awesome. I mean all the music in Hyrule Warriors is epic and awesome. Yeah. But I played uh, about two hours of Zelda. I've made it to uh Hyrule Castle. I have spoken to Princess Zelda. And now I'm on my way to Mount Death. Or Death yeah. Mountain. Ugh. I do not like to, that part. To oh, go see, speak to the Gorons. See, at least the dungeon there is okay. I do not like the uh, Jappy Jeppy's belly. Oh, God, I remember uh, that. My thing is, is like, uh, it, and it was kind of crazy because I had a pure nostalgia trip going through this. But when I went into, when I started Deku Tree and doing that dungeon, I was like, I have... I, I still remember what to do here. I, I have this memorized from... Yeah, the Deku Tree is, is very impressionable. Yeah. You do the, the bouncing off the, the spider webs and burning the webs and all that stuff. And... Yeah. 
Yeah. It's the, um, I never remember Jabu Jabu and I never remember, uh, yeah, King Dodongo's Lair or Dodongo's Lair. I always forget how dark it is when you're going back and forth through time and you see all the people frozen. It's fucked up, man. All the zombies running around? Yeah, that shit's fucked up. Yeah. Because I asked Matt, I was like, do you know what happens in this game? And he's like, no. I was like, okay. Does he know who who Sheik is? I don't think so. Oh, shit. You won't be there yet, right? No, no, no. No. That's way into the game. But but just yeah, like yeah. if you okay, if you've right. not had that spoiled, that's like some fucking Bioshock levels of like what? Yeah. And then like I, I just loved like I told him I was like, you've played through Final Fantasy VI. Things that happen in Final Fantasy VI happen in Ocarina of Time. Yeah, it's a dark ass game. The the villain wins for a little while there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I uh, started that. Um, actually having a pretty good time with it. Controls start to take a little getting used to. I mean, yeah, that game's fucking 24 years old now. Yeah. But, uh, did that. Um, Game Pass stuff. I tried a few things out. Um, still playing Tetris Effect. Fuck yeah, you are. They've got an event going on right now, this weekend, where... The three versus one, you can now play as the one guy versus oh three God. people. Oh, and no. I would never want to do that. I did that last night, and we steamrolled that motherfucker. Well, I mean, yeah, it's three versus one. What do you say? I know. The thing is, is that... Did you play that version at all, Ken? Yeah, I have played on Xbox. Okay. Respect, yeah. Okay. That That's... That three versus one is so different than any other Tetris mode that the the one has an advantage for a very short little while and then it's screwed. Yeah. As soon as they first, as soon as they combine for the first time, you're eating shit. Yeah, you're, you're screwed unless you were like a Tetris master. Dude, I suck at Tetris, so I would never play that mode. Have you played that mode? I was part of the three. No, I don't play online. Oh, uh, you should. So, it's great. It's 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 actually fantastic, dude. I suck at Tetris so bad I can barely like, make it through the beginner modes. Dude, is, so do my partners. Trust me. Here's here's the thing with that mode. It's all about making lines, not actually about making Tetrises. So you're not going for points. You're just trying to maintain the amount of lines, and then. When the boards combine, you all take turns dropping blocks to create lines. That's it. That's all that's done. It's, well, it's sounds cool. Very, just... it's very smart in the way that it makes the three. And the thing is, is that the the one the computer usually can drop like garbage on you and cause effects on your board, but you can't do that to him. But you drop junk when you're combined together. So it's playing against the computer just to survive slowly. And then once uh, you've all made enough, um, as long as you've all filled up the zone meter, that's when you all combine into one and start dropping lines together. It's fascinating. And if you die, you can be revived, but you have to hit the A button to the beat of the music. Yeah. It's It's literally that, Ken. I know. It's It's Tetris Effect. I know. No, awesome. I love that game. I just suck at it. Oh, I love that mode. I downloaded the Messenger 
That's a wonderful video game. Yes, it is. I play oh, a lot what of an excellent PC. game. Yes. Their new, game, their new game is dropping on Game Pass at the end of January. I cannot wait. Is that the one that's like the top Cyber down sailing game? Well, the Cyber Shadow. Oh, no, that's not, that's not them. I thought that was them. No, that is published by Yacht Club. That is not them. But I thought it was the same developer. No. Well, then why do I connect those two games? Because I'm pretty sure that they talked about it when they saw it. And were like, I guess someone else has a really great idea. And they supported that dev doing Cyber Shadow, but they they have nothing involved. Oh, well, I want to play Cyber Shadow, so. Okay. Yep. Play through the Messenger. That's a fantastic game. I didn't beat it, but uh, I made it farther in uh, the PC version of that game. Um, but I figured, eh, I liked it. Let me try it again. Get some easy achievements. Um, trying to think. There was like a ton of games dropped on Game Pass this week. Yeah, there was. Um, I played Batman Arkham Knight just to get that quest done. That game looks a lot better, but I really wish... I really am hoping that that super resolution shit comes to fruition because Batman Arkham Knight on the Xbox still runs at like 720p. It's very grainy. Yeah. Um... And I purchased, but it hadn't got here yet. Uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. Oh, so good! Uh, it, it is currently twenty nine ninety nine on Amazon right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, Ubisoft games always drop like a fucking rock. Yeah, so I was like, I kind of can't resist this, yeah. so I went ahead and just uh, picked yeah. it up. That game, yeah. is, that game is worth sixty bucks. So you got a yeah. hell of a deal. There you go. Well, that's um, that's pretty much it. Some more yeah, on this on the phone. Did you get your costumes? My costumes. Your skins? My skins. You did the Overwatch, the holidays? I mean, I did some of it, yeah. You did, but there's the weekly challenges. Did you do the two so far? I've done the one so far. Okay, well, there's two. I know. Which one did you do? Did you get last Junk week? Rap. Okay, so then you still have time if you hop on tonight to get Anna with gingerbread. I mean... I guess I have uh, I have FOMO when it comes to. I haven't yeah I haven't really jumped into Overwatch since I've got my Series X. You know we played that one time and honestly I've kind of dropped off of Overwatch. The new stuff is in there that they talked about the uh, the tickets. Yeah, that's in there now. I have a couple tickets because I played some Flex. I just um, I just uh. My comfort food game now is kind of Tetris Effect. Hey, I get it. Yeah. And jump in, play a couple of rounds of it, and you feel pretty satisfied. <laughs> Overwatch gave me a ticket. Sorry. I'm done. That's it. Wombat was the only one to probably get that joke. Well, hey, well, tell me what the joke is. Um... <laughs> the Overwatch gave me money for ticket. Didn't hear what you said. I said Overwatch gave me money for ticket. That's right. Keep repeating it, Ken. <laughs> All right, Wombat ain't gonna get it either. That's fine. Eddie Murphy Raw. My I wife. I think it's. I think the way you're saying it is funny, but the, I don't my wife. The, the the Bill Cosby thing. Oh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy Raw is like. My, oh, <laughs> give me yeah. money for ticket. Yeah, no okay, gag. Get it now. <laughs> I get it now. It's bad when you got to explain the joke. It just doesn't work. Anthony, video games, what'd you play? 
Yes, speaking of Immortals. That game is great. Woo, I love that game. That game's great. I've yep. been playing a lot of that. Uh, I've only got um, one more god to release. Uh, oh. It's weird. It's weird the pacing I went with because I don't know if there's an order that they try to push you in. I The, the first one that they try to definitely push you through, it's like clear, like clearly um, the area you dive off of and into because um, there's the starting island, like like Breath of the Wild, you have a starting area, but then you go and uh, Aphrodite is the first god that you're supposed to save. Yeah, um, that's the first one I did, and then I did Ares and second. It, and I accidentally yeah, ran into Hephaestus. I did not try to yeah, find so Hephaestus. Like, yeah, so it's it's weird because I did Ares next, <clears throat> but then you did you do Hephaestus next? Yeah, so I was so, working with Ares, and I fell off a cliff. Uh, because there was something below me, and there he was, and I just stumbled into that. Oh, okay. I did uh, Athena next, and I am working on Hephaestus. Huh, I did Athena last. What's so, funny about Hephaestus is if you do his early enough, there is something you don't have. Yeah. I'm sure I know what it is. Yep, because I got something and was like, "Ah, this is now just a." Um, are we talking powers? Or are we talking items? Uh, it was an item, I believe, because if so, if I remember correctly, it was because I had to light the the smokestacks. Yeah, so there's a there's an item from Ares once you free him that he goes and makes you get like these broken pieces of armor. Yes, yes, and then you can combine the armor, and I'm like, oh, cool new armor, and then it was like, you got another piece of armor, and then it was just like, new cosmetic unlocked. I'm like, god damn it. Yep. And there's a <laughs> I already had the armor. Yeah, I mean, some of them are neat. Um, I have found more appreciation for the bow. Because once once you get the lightning strike on headshot... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy! Uh, freezing enemies by headshotting them, and then having lightning strike them uh, and then being able to jump in the air to slow down time, um, like Zelda, uh, there's it, it really changed combat. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really impressed. What I what was interesting was I every every god so far has had a very different tone with how it's written, like how each character you kind of work alongside them. Um, the Aphrodite one, I think, was my least favorite. Uh, but just the way that uh, the Ares is a little bit more comedic. Um, and that's all I'll say, because the other two are very, very much, I can't talk about them without spoiling stuff. But um, I just like how each part of the world feels very different. Of course, there's a part of the map I can't access yet. Um, off the northern coast. That part Ma- of the game does not... It's kind of frustrating. It looks it. it. It looks it purely because it's very vertical. Well, it's not only that, but you have to go along a specific path for the story part of it, because otherwise you will just die. Oh. That part is, cool. is, is frustrating. It's frozen. So but, it basically it sucks all the stamina out of you, and you can't do anything. 
There is there is uh, one complaint I have with this game, and it's it's kind of come along as I've been doing uh, harder vaults. These vaults, some of them are just not. It's like I don't feel, and this is a bit different than what I've complained about in the past. I'm like I know what to do, but it's literally very hard to do it, and I'm like. I don't feel like, like I know that it says like this is a hard vault. I understand that, but it's like this is this is that you're asking me to pull off the stuff that like the extreme players that played like Breath of the Wild pull off, and like I can't do that stuff. I'm just not that <laughs> that level of player, um, it, you know. So it's it's asking me to run a course, and I got to the end of it because uh, it's all done based on like uh, a timer. I pull a lever. And then I'm like, I get to the end of this thing and it's like, there's a hole in the wall and I'm like, I don't know what to do here. Like, nothing's telling me what to do. So, there's a lot of vaults now that I'm like, I don't... Am I missing something this far into the game? Or... Because normally they tell you, but like, is it... think? Does it think I know how to do this? Because I, I do not have any idea. Um, so, it that's the only kind of complaint. Otherwise, like, Boy, has combat become easier as I've gotten the hang of it, because uh, you start having to parry and dodge at per- perfect times and stuff. So, I love that game. I've been playing a lot of it. Um, even with getting a Switch, which I got for Christmas. Um, I wasn't expecting anything, uh, and apparently I got something. Um, I have the Animal Crossing Switch, so it's got the... Uh, weird backing to it that has all the characters from Animal Crossing on it. Um, mm. Yeah, nice blue and turquoise. Um, the uh, Weirdly enough, it gave me that same switch in Animal Crossing. So I've played Animal Crossing. I've played a bit of a game called Crossnick Plus, which is a puzzle game. And I've played a bit of uh, the Switch Online stuff, the uh, Super Nintendo Mario Picross game that I don't actually know what it's called. I think it's called Super Mario Picross or Mario Super Picross. But um, I've been playing that as well. Um, just trying to think if there's anything else. Um, yeah, Still playing a bit of Sam and Max. It's Sam and Max. It's Sam and Max how you remember it, but it plays way better. Um, that's it for me. I guess, uh, Ryan, you're up. All right, so I have played actually quite a bit of stuff. Um, so I'll start. I played um, Star Wars Squadrons uh, in VR. How is that? Really cool in VR. Really, really cool. I've questioned um, getting it just for because I like space combat, and let's be honest, Star Wars is kind of the space combat you would expect. And then like, oh, I really want to play that, but. I've only heard sort of vagaries about the VR segments of this or the VR play of this. So I I, I thought it was really cool. Um, it it plays um, it plays the way you would expect a space combat game to play. Um, but I thought the VR effects in it were really cool. We didn't play enough of it to get really deep into the story, so I can't really make too many comments about that. But um, just the the VR aspect of it, I thought was really excellent. Um, I also 
played, let's see. Um, well, I'll, I played um, Demon Souls. So I got Demon Souls for Christmas. And I uh, started playing through that. Um, it's just as exceptional as I remember it being. Uh, and also just as soul-crushingly uh, difficult and brutal. Um, I just lost 5,000 because uh, I got killed in a really stupid way on my way back to collect my souls. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds um, like a blast. Yeah. What'd you say? That sounds like. A, can you not hear me? <laughs> you cut it's, in you and just out. Just keep. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's um. But yes, it um, it is brutal and soul crushing, uh, and sometimes is a little bit uh, like I, I remember now. So I'm playing it now with the benefit of kind of knowing what I know about the whole series, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, all of them. Um, and so playing it now, remembering the first time I played it, when, like, there just wasn't guides uh, or walkthroughs or a whole lot of advice about what was what. Um, because when I first played it, the game wasn't out yet. Um, and uh there's some things so far that i'm like oh man that is much easier and less confusing than i remember it being the first time around um and i'm i'm prepared for the brutality of le- losing 5000 souls because of a stupid mistake whereas when i played it the first time uh there was a lot of wait what the fuck <laughs> uh did that just happen uh this time it's it's much more uh it's a much more understandable experience i think just based on what i know about the series so uh i am digging it for sure um and then i also got immortal phoenix rising uh for christmas and so uh my son and i are playing through that and um i i've enjoyed it so far we're not that far in we've probably only played a couple hours um actually i don't even know if we've played that far we've played through what is essentially the prologue um and uh that game is really neat and it looks really neat so i'm excited to uh to dive in and play a lot more of that so have you uh, met the thief yes yeah I'm at, the, the thief I'm at is? the point yes i'm at okay. the point where i got the title card he's my um, favorite character in the game nice like I think his writing, and when you start upgrading and he works out alongside you, <laughs> nice some good comedy with him. Um, unfortunately, they relegate him to a store position where you can do like daily tasks and stuff, um, and trade him currency for stuff that is premium stuff that they ask you to pay for with real money too. So you can pay for it with fake money that they give you. But um, I do like his character when he's involved. Yeah, I, I I like his character so far. Um, I understand, Anthony, now what you mean by vaguely Mediterranean accent. Oh, yes, uh, everybody has one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very, it's, definitely it's not, true. It's not jarring until you hear um, Typhon 
speak with a Mediterranean accent as well. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I guess so. He is technically Greek, I suppose. But it's like, nobody sounds the same, but they all sound like they're from generally the same area. Yeah. Uh, so Ubisoft game for you. Yeah, but I, I love it. So. Yep. Um, and so that's, um, and that's really it. All right. Oh, well, I guess I'll wrap this up. Uh, I give you the indie games for the week. You get uh, there wasn't a lot that time of year, but uh, there's a there's a couple. I played one called Drunken Fist, which is another one of those. Hey, this game plays like shit uh, with ragdoll physics. Basically, you're a drunk bum walking through the streets, and the objective is to beat people up. And in order to kind of get your bearings back, you gotta take a piss. There's a piss button. Um, you can also dance, uh, and you have to continue drinking to keep your health up. And I played all of ten minutes of this game, and that is the most I will ever play of that game. Uh, played a game called Elliot, which is a little puzzle platformer. Uh, there seem to be one or two of these a week where basically you get a stage, here's some jump puzzles, some platforming puzzles, do those, move on to the next stage, rinse, repeat, gets harder as it goes. It's fine. Uh, Tiny Hands Adventure is a 3D platformer where you are a dinosaur. It feels very generic. Did not enjoy that game very much. A uh, side-scrolling action game called Nubaron, The Adventure of an Unlucky Gnome. You could probably guess exactly what that game is. I thought Tiny Hands Adventure might have been about your president, ex-president, whatever you want to call him. Oh, yeah, it's possible. <laughs> uh, the Last Dead End is a first-person um, survival horror game, I guess you would call it. Kind of dark. Uh, PBA Bowling. It's motherfucking bowling. Uh, Spirit Arena is a twin stick. Is it so? So hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, yeah. hold on. Don't don't jump past PBA bowling because that's something I'm actually interested in. Um, is it good? Yeah. Like, it's, does it have a career mode? Has like, a career mode. Has unlockable balls. <laughs> um, like you could you can unlock like um skins, uh, shoes, things like that. Also, there's a set number of characters. You can go through the career mode and, uh, you know, gain XP and unlock stuff. Um, the controls took me a little bit to get used to because um, it's got a weird way that you spin the ball. But once I got used to it, it was it was pretty straightforward. But, no, it's it's good. Um, there's just, I mean, it's, it's like any other bowling game. So if you don't have one, it's a good one to buy. But if you've already got one, this one's not going to do anything that really blows you out of the water. So. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a bowling game at this point. I mean, so, why not get this one? I mean, there's this is a weird thing. Does anybody remember a game for the N64 called Milo's Astro Lanes? Yeah, I love that game. That's my favorite bowling game. It's dumb, obviously not realistic, but I love that. That's it's made me want another bowling game that does weird stuff like that. Bowling games are a lot like golf games, where they're <laughs> stupidly good video games, but you don't need a bunch of them. Like if you've got one, you're probably pretty good. Although I the, um, my favorite one was Brunswick Tournament of Champions on PlayStation. Yeah, 
I think for the me, original obviously, PlayStation. yeah, I think for me, obviously, it's going to be Wii bowling because I like stupid bowling. But I've always enjoyed the Brunswick's, the PBAs. Like they're they're fun to play. That's just not something I'm going to play a ton of. Um, Spirit Arena is a twin stick shooter where you're just doing hordes of enemies. Uh, the catch to this game is that you have to switch between two fire modes depending on if you're shooting regular enemies or spirits. So that's where the challenge comes in on that one. Um, Anthony, you didn't talk about it, but I picked up Override 2 Super Mech League. Yes, I know. Oh, yeah, how is that? Did you play? Uh, I didn't play it. No, I've been meaning to sit down and play it, but then like I had to get a village set up. Oh, um, it's good. It's, it's a lot of the same, really, but more characters. I have a fear about that. Yeah, it's just a lot more characters. I don't quite understand the career mode, so like they've boasted having a career mode where you can go through, but when I go through the career mode, it's like, do you want to play against real people or bots? And I'm like, that's not a career uh, mode. That's yeah, a... so, no, it is. It's a career mode like a sports game. No, because in sports games, I can just play against the AI, and it doesn't ask mm, me if I want to play too. against... Yeah, but, but you, you have to I, tell it that every time you pick a mode. I don't... Yeah, I still think they're trying to set up like a sports game. The first game had some weird stuff like that, too. Not that specifically, but there's some weird things options-wise. Also, That's... when you start the career mode, it gives you three kinds of matches to play. So you can either play 2v2, uh, 1v1, or four-player free-for-all. And I finished one of it, and it was still available. So I'm like, did I progress? Or what happened? <laughs> like, it it feels more confused. If you're going into this game to play by yourself, it feels very... It feels like it doesn't want you to play by yourself. And I'm just like, I don't want to play against it. Number one, ain't nobody else going to be playing this game. Let's be fair. We're not. It's going to take forever to find a match. Number two, I just want to play. I don't want to have to pick a menu every time I pick a fight. It just, I don't know. I wish I could just tell it I don't ever want to play online. And then it doesn't try to. Please leave me alone. Yeah, please stop asking me if I want to play against real people because real people are terrible and I don't want to play with them. That's the option (laughs) I want. Um, I played Super Sports Blast, which is a collection of three sports games that are very arcadey. You've got soccer, tennis, and volleyball. That game is is pretty fun. I don't know that I would tell you to go out and buy it, but I found it to be quite enjoyable. I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, Solitaire 3D is straight up Solitaire. There's like 600 versions of Solitaire in it. Um, it feels like a game that was built for the PC that they forgot to build for the console because there's a big-ass cursor and it doesn't go away until you move with the D-pad. Um, also, it doesn't. it's not very intuitive because I got to a point in the Solitaire game where there was no continue. Like, I had literally... I couldn't make any more moves. And the game just sat there and stared at me. Like, most Solitaire games, when you run out of moves, it's like, well... This game's over. This... Yeah, the, the funny you mention that. I still play my old um, clubhouse games on DS. Yeah, and the same thing happens there. And when you have all the cards out on the table, they still force you to put them in the piles at the top. It doesn't just automatically do it. Yeah, and this I'm like, one... well, if all the cards are out, I mean, really. 
This one still does that as well, but the fact that it didn't realize I didn't have any moves left to make was really frustrating, because then I had to, like, bring up the menu and quit out, and I was just like, okay. So, yeah, not the greatest... I mean, if you've got Solitaire on your PC, which if you do have Windows, you have, you're probably good. Um, I've been playing more of that Terminator Resistance game. That game is really, like, the most BS B-game I've played in a long time, and it's really, I really am enjoying that about it. And the fact that I got it for 20 bucks, I really feel like if that game had been 20 bucks, I could have recommended it wholeheartedly. Because I'm really yeah. enjoying that game. It's a game I bought at full price and then on sale on PC, um, just because I was worried that the license might go away. Yeah. But uh, it's it's a fine game. Like it's a weird like it's not doing anything super special. But no, everything it does, it you're works. like, yep, yep, that's okay. So I'm gonna earn some XP. Oh, okay, so I can make my stealth better. Okay, so I can upgrade my backpack. Okay, like the enemy encounters are fun. Like the story, <laughs> the story is hilarious because it makes me feel like a lot of this game was finished in quarantine because people's dialogue sounds different between the characters, even though they're standing in the same room. Like, I think one of the girls that I talked to sounds like she's talking in, like, a, a hollowed-out closet. <sighs> but, um, if you like Terminator, I mean, and you like, you know, kind of generic-ass first-person shooters with some, some background noise, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah. I like that game a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, and probably the biggest thing that I did, I finished uh, the Gears 5 uh, DLC campaign, High Busters. Wow. You need to go play that. You don't have to finish Gears 5 to play it, because it's it's none of those characters, and it's none of that story. But this is probably the best Gears like that I've played single-player campaign in a while. It's only about, I'd say it's probably about three hours. Um, but it is totally worth it. Also, if you have a Series X, holy shit, it looks good. It looks so good. So I highly recommend you play that. Um, but that's that's pretty much it. Um... You really want me to tell you what's coming out this week? Sure. PS5, nothing. Xbox Series X, nothing. PlayStation 4, nothing. Xbox One, back to belt and Star Child. Nintendo Switch, uh, there's actually 10 games. It looks like Cube Raiders, Dungeon Limbus, Hell Sports, Professor Lupo Ocean. Quell Reflect, Void Source, Wingspan, and Arcade Archives Shanghai 3. Those are all of your games coming out in the last week of 2020. Whoa. In the year on a high note, right? Let's do some news! Yeah. (laughs) Super high note, baby. Like that. What's that? I love game on Super Nintendo. Hello? (laughs) 
you, you cut out this time. Yeah, like real bad. I heard game on Super Nintendo. I said I love that game on Super Nintendo. Super High Note. Oh, Super High Note. Yeah, it's one of my faves. <laughs> um, y'all know what Galgun is? Nope. Anthony, Drew. Um, I only vaguely know of it because the characters have shown up. Um, it's an NT Creates game, and the characters have shown up in both um, Blaster Master and uh, Gunvolt. So I have a question: Say, when they show up in gun. Gal Gun, so when they show up in those games, Anthony, do they have their clothes on? Uh, I've never played as them. Uh, yes, they're closed <laughs> as far as I know. So it's, it's. I think I think they're closed. I think it's other people that end up unclosed in their those games. I actually don't know anything about these games other than it's one of those. It's um, it's House of the Dead for weebs. Um, so you're shooting the girls to like make them feel good if you catch my drift. Oh lord. Uh, so that game was initially announced. Uh, a new version of that game was initially announced for Steam, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, the PS4 version was canceled for, or so, yeah, the PS4 version was canceled for obvious reasons because Sony is very much on the censor train. Uh, Xbox just announced they have canceled it as well. So the game is now only coming to Switch and Steam. Is uh, that Nintendo seal of family quality? So, if you want to, dude, they gave that up a long time yeah, ago, right? Like, you've seen some of them games on the Switch. Whew. So that, 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 you know, that's funny. Xbox even won't allow that game on its console, but um, Nintendo's like, yeah, bring, bring your orgas, your orgasm shooter. Oh, anyway. The PS5 uh, maybe added the most important update they've added uh, to the system to date. You, you want to guess what it was? Folders. Nope. Is it the um, is it the showing you what version of the game you're about to play? There you go. Yep. <laughs> yep. Holy shit! How did it take over a month to get that in there? Wow. It's a great question. Yeah. So now when you boot up a PS4 game, if you have the PS5 version, it'll be like, hey, you know you're playing the old one? You want to play the new one? Okay, let's do that. Oh, that's funny. Uh, your free games uh, for Xbox for the month of January. We're going to run down through these. So Little Nightmares, that's a very good game. If you haven't played it, pick that up. Uh, King of Fighters 13. Uh, what's funny is I was just about to buy that because I had missed playing it. So now that it's free, hell yeah. Uh, the second half of January, you get Breakdown for the original Xbox. If you've never played that game, it's super interesting. Be very cognizant of the fact that that game is very old. That, I, I'll, and it's very mm. much trying to do something that nothing else, nobody else was doing. It's sort of yeah. pre-Mirror's Edge, Mirror's Edge. I, I just want to go ahead and say I played that game when it came out. I'm sorry, that game was bad when it came out. Oh, Drew. You I don't a, care. You should make a YouTube video about that, too. I Ah, oh, man. We put that on the stream. And I was like, yeah. Remember, it's kind of cool. You know, they did the first person, you know, everything. And it was like, you know, the first brawler. It was basically, it reminded me a little bit of Condemned before Condemned. 
Yeah. I, what's funny is if you ask anybody who's played that game, the first thing that they'll say when they talk about that game is uh, vomiting in first person. First person vomiting. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think that game was that great. Nah, but it's in, it's interesting, and now you can play it for free, so why not? There you go. And the last game is Dead Rising. Um, not the 360 version, but the actual remade um, Xbox One, PS4 version. That one was halfway decent. Yep. So those are the, it's probably the best month Games with Gold has had in a very long time. But the console war is over, boys, and I don't know if you know this yet. But. There's a new console coming. It's ready. Okay. Uh-oh. It is called the KFC console. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. It's real. It's what awesome. is this? And the and the only streaming that you can get on it is Recipe for Seduction, the <laughs> new Lifetime movie about Colonel Sanders. <laughs> so this is a console from KFC. It's it's fucking real. That's the worst part about it. So it is powered by Intel processor. Uh, will support up to 4K resolution and 240 frames per second gameplay. Um, but the most important feature of the console is that it has a chicken warmer in it. It does have a chicken warmer. Yes, that's true. Yes. Okay. It has, um, so I'll give you the specs. It has a cooler, it's called the Cooler Master NC100 chassis and Core 9, Core i9 Intel Nuke 9 Extreme Computer Element swappable GPU slot so you can upgrade it as you see fit and even a PCIe NVMe SSD and two Seagate Barracuda 1 terabyte SSDs. You can even use VR headsets on it's it's a play on it's KFC KFC console. Get it? KF console. Yeah. Get it. I just think it's interesting to use like the heat from the PC to keep your food warm. Yeah, you can That's put the chicken. Weird. You can put the chicken in the top of the console, and the heat from the console cooks. It keeps the chicken warm. It doesn't cook the, the chicken. I thought the chicken. I know. I know. I thought the chicken went in the bottom. Maybe sure it's the, the, bottom. Goes in the bottom. It's a okay. drawer that comes out. Okay, yeah. so it's a drawer that comes out. You put the chicken in there, and it doesn't cook it. It keeps it warm. Don't try to cook your chicken. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that would be stupid. <laughs> because that would be stupid. <laughs> exactly that. Would be stupid. No, you just keep your chicken warm while you're you're fragging people, and then you open the drawer and get some chicken. Because I would totally put fried chicken from KFC in my thousand dollar console. Makes sense. Right? Sure, makes sense. So yeah, console wars over. KFC. I don't have any other news. Um, did so I, I'm trying to remember. Cyberpunk got pulled last week, right? We talked about that. Yeah, we talked about that last okay. week. Okay, I, I couldn't remember. Like it's it's been crazy. I couldn't remember if it got pulled from the PlayStation Store this week or last week. So, uh, if you want Cyberpunk news, even with all the refunds, returns, all the bullshit, that game still sold 13 million copies at launch. Also, that game is still broken on PS4 and Xbox One. And it's had multiple patches since. Yeah, they're up to patch 6. I think 1.06 was the latest patch. Yeah, 1.06. So. I've still not played it. Yeah, same here. I'm, 
I'm uh, waiting for the next gen patch. Yep. Nope, I haven't touched it. I think that next gen patch is now going to be summer, which is depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, if that's what it takes for the game to actually work. Yeah, I know. I got plenty to play until then, but it still sucks. Uh, speaking of Cyberpunk, we got an email from Michael, uh, who says, uh, I was originally writing a mini paragraph, um, not mini, but many, like very many, about Cyberpunk. But we'll try to save you some time and just say a few things. I like the game because of the story and characters, including a lot of the side missions are really well done. Uh, wish you had the abilities unlocked earlier just to have their effectiveness locked off by level, proficiency, and items. Can see why people hoping for a GTA clone or a deep RPG with cyberpunk aesthetics are disappointed. Finally, it sucks for console gamers who are experiencing Eurojank, which CDPR have always been a Eurojank developer. But I am playing on an aging, competent enough PC, so the game has ran mostly fine 25 hours into it. Hey, I'm all for the people... Yeah, I mean, I'm all for the people who are enjoying the game right now, but you... Even if you are enjoying the game, you cannot deny that there are a lot of very miserable people out there trying to play this game. And if you're enjoying the game, but then you go and tell people, well, what would you expect playing... Stop talking. Yeah, no, don't do that Fuck your mouth. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Talk dirty to me, Anthony. Come on now. I got nothing else to say. That's it. But yeah, it's... um... It's it's a weird situation because like I feel like people have finally stopped talking about this game a little bit but it's still broken yeah it's <laughs> i don't think they're ever going to be able to fix the ps4 and xbox one versions of this game they'll never make them run like the videos that you saw no way in hell no 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 um i think they can get it to a playable state but it's never going to be the ideal way to play that game. And I think they kind of knew that. And I get business wise, why you're like, Oh, I need to release this game on the consoles. They account for like, you know, I don't know, 70% of people playing video games out there, but there are some games that just shouldn't be on those old consoles. Now, granted, I've seen plenty of the, the, the screenshots and videos of people out there. Well, look at this game running on this. Console. I, I get it. I do. Also, don't use games like fucking Uncharted for that because Uncharted is a straight kind of linear game for most parts of it. That's like when people used to show me games like Detroit and they're like, look how good this looks. I'm like, yeah, you're walking along a very specific path. They they can kind of limit what you see. So, right. you know, that game is going to look better. Um, but then you see stuff like Red Dead Redemption 2, and you're like, well... <laughs> well... <laughs> you know, Cyberpunk should probably look a little bit better than it does. I'll settle yeah. for looking like Grand Theft Auto V on the PS3. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? But then again, it's <laughs> Rockstar who has like infinite money and like 12,000 developers too, so there is that. Granted, CD Projekt Red is a big company, but they're not Rockstar big. So... I don't know. I just hope I mean, there are very few people who are. Exactly. You know, 
I just hope the CD Projekt Red gets this game to where anybody can play it, which with their history with The Witcher 3, I think that's entirely possible. I mean, fuck, they got The Witcher to run Same. on the Switch, so. Yeah, and I, I mean, again, I know we mentioned it before, but um, most of the time when people think about at least the pre-Witcher 3 um, CD Projekt Red games, uh, even without subcon or even without consciously realizing it, they're actually thinking of enhanced editions of the first two Witcher games, not the original editions. Um, both the first two Witcher games had enhanced editions that almost completely overhauled the entire game. Yeah, Witcher Two didn't get real super popular until it hit Xbox with that enhanced edition. Right, and that's the one most people played, and they're like, "Oh man, that game was great." Yeah, because it was tweaked like motherfucker. Even yeah, even um, um, Witcher uh, one on PC um, wasn't as popular until it got its enhanced edition. Let's just say that Cyberpunk one point will be a game people revisit in five years and go, "Look at this motherfucking thing." So, yeah. <laughs> I'll give them this. They do their enhanced editions. The Witcher 1 enhanced edition is still, whoo boy. Yeah, I mean, it's not great, but it's it's better than what originally came out. Yeah, I would have hate to have seen that. It's a rough, it's a rough-ass game to play. That is well, a hard game to play. It, it has not aged well. No, I'm no. talking about the original version of The Witcher. Yeah. That's that is... a rough-ass game. Like, it, the 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 enhancing version uh, didn't didn't age well, but the original version is so bad. They don't even know if they offer the original version on GOG anymore. They don't. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why would you Why would you make that available to people? You know? Hey, some people love old versions of crap. Look at World of Warcraft. Hey, I'm not. It's a different case, but still, people like old versions of things. Yeah, and, and Warcraft wasn't. Uh broken no but vanilla right i know there's different reasons why but people like going back to the thing that they remember even if it's not as good again i'm not saying that about world warcraft but just in general people asked the the final fantasy dude if he would put out a 1.0 version of final fantasy 14 and he just fucking laughed at him (laughs) rightfully so yeah that's what i mean people ask for weird shit they do ask for weird shit you know people want Every yeah. game on the will Switch. You, will you purposely release a worse version of your game? Yeah, please. Please put that out there please. so people can buy it. And listen, really I'm somebody to... who... I'm somebody for whom my entire experience with World of Warcraft was in vanilla. Um, I, I started playing World of Warcraft in beta and played it, you know, for... God, I don't know. 60, 80 hours, however long it was, in vanilla before any expansions had released. By the time the expansions released, I was done with the game. You know so, what? You know what I heard the other day? I have not kept up with World of Warcraft at all. Like I don't know anything about it. I heard that with the latest expansion and patch and all that, that they dropped the level cap down. Really? So instead of it, you know, usually with an expansion, it goes up. Right, but like literally, like it had made it up to like 120. You could get up to like level 120. They dropped it all the way back down to the original 60. Yeah, yeah the original. The original was 40. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. Uh, the it was 60. The the mount. 
cap was 40. Yeah, I just, that was such a weird thing to me that they just re, like, yep. brought anybody it back at, down. Anybody at 60 is getting dropped down to 50. Uh, or anybody at max max level is getting dropped down to 50, and then they'll have to level back up to 60. I mean, as long as they rebalance the game, we're just talking about numbers at that point. But... Sure, sure. Yeah, it's it's just weird. a weird thing. Like, the optics of it is weird. I don't know. No, it's it's interesting. There's there's a reason why WoW is still around, for sure. Yeah, well, it was... We've got millions of people playing it. Yeah. And it, it I mean... It's it's hard. I'm hard pressed. As much as I love City of Heroes, you'll never hear me argue that City of Heroes was a better or more comp- competent MMORPG than World of Warcraft. It's still the best one I've ever played. Yeah, I think everybody has their favorite. I'm a Final Fantasy 14 man. Guild Wars 2 for me. Yeah, everybody has their jam. I only ever played Tibia. Don't ask. I, I was Tibia. That sounds tibia. like a porno. Is that a is that a is that a leg bone RPG? <laughs> it's it's literally named the same thing. Yeah, I played it for a very short while, but that was it. Yep, it's still live too. Holy shit! You know, people like to keep. Isn't Enter the Matrix or the Mission, Matrix Online it, still online for like? Is it like a private server? Is still yeah, online? private servers don't count. This private, is yeah, official. Yeah. I mean, City of Heroes is still on with a private server. Fucking, you can still play PSO. Tibia came out in 1997. I saw that there's wow. there's a group of uh, people out there rebuilding Xbox Live. The original, like the original, uh, Xbox yeah, Live. like you're going to be able to play original Xbox games on it. Well, didn't um, the guys when they cut off Halo, the original Halo multiplayer, went there like like 200 people who continued to leave their Xbox running so that the servers would never shut down. Yeah, and I forgot that was another piece of news. They announced the 360 versions of Halo are going offline next year. That's not that's the ones in Master Chief, right? Well, Master Chief is Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Got so it. that version is still... Just, I meant, like, you'll still be able to play the 360 games in Master Chief Collection online. Yeah. Yeah, because they're not 360 games. They're just upgraded versions of that game. They're you right? couldn't take a you couldn't take a copy of the 360 version of Halo 3 and play it anymore. Yeah. So like Got even it. though they're backwards compatible on the Xbox, you can't play if you boot the 360 version, you can't play that version online. But if you boot up the Master Chief collection, then you could play Halo 2 online. Got it. So it's it's weird, and I don't understand why they're taking the 360 versions offline because a lot of people still play those, which but, is just weird. Yeah, but I I guess also at the same time I do understand it because it's like I, why you would want them to move on to the Master Chief Collection, which by at this point you can pick up for like five dollars or it's free if you have Game Pass. Right. So why would you still be playing those old versions? I, I don't I don't know. Anyway. Fucking, and this, what's funny is like the people online will immediately be like, "This is why," and it's like, "Don't, don't do, don't start that conversation." If you're that asshole that like just sits out there and says the only good game is a retro game, I just want to punch you in the face. Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. There, you can still play matches for Halo certain level, certain types, um, in local, and I think you might be able to do it based on LAN as well. I can't remember if that's a thing. But it's like, there are games out there that that multiplayer mode is just dead completely. 
And it's like that stuff. It's not a reason why old games are better or shit. It's the reason why companies should, if they're not going to do anything about it, at least let others host servers and stuff. I think the funniest one is when people make the argument is like, well, you can't get that achievement anymore. It's like, motherfucker, if you ain't got that achievement in 10 years, your ass ain't getting it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I uh, I watched a video of a guy going through all the Splinter Cell games, and he talks about, and it's a really interesting video, to be honest, but um, he talks about how, like, the uh, mercenaries versus spies mode doesn't work anymore. And there's nothing like that where one team is playing in first person and the other team is playing in third person and the objectives are different and stuff, but that mode is dead. And without source code being given, you can't get those games up and running again. Now it might be different on the PC, but like, it's just what, what benefit do you have to holding on to stuff that you're not doing anything with for online games? The same goes with the, uh, MMOs and stuff like that. There, there's certain games like just shut down. It's like, well, why would you not just make all that available for people that were supporting you for as long as you were around? Because they're going to be the ones that are playing it still. It's not going to gain a bunch of new people. You want to hear something crazy? Last year, we did the Year of the Bag game. Oh, look. I had a copy of Mind Jack on the PlayStation 3. <laughs> oh, that's right. The online still worked, and I played with a Russian man. <laughs> Sounds like a dirty story starting. I, d- I did. I could not believe it. I was like, there's no way nobody's playing this. And I clicked on it. There was one guy. Couldn't tell you what his name was. I clicked on it, and I it, he was speaking Russian to me. I mean, that he, man is like act- the ultimate mind jack player. He acted like I made his day when I joined his game. He'd been waiting. He he's he got the gift going on. It's been eighty four years. Yep. Did he call me a blat for a while there? <laughs> but how did you know that you'd made his day if he was speaking Russian? Do you speak Russian, Drew? I do not. But he, he the over enthusiastic Russian that was coming through. Oh, so you could tell just by the tone. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because it's all monotone otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, funny. Yeah, sounds like a number station regularly, but then he turns into... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, you apparently uh, made Anthony's day. There you go. Uh, well, I know a lot about number stations. <laughs> You're one of hey, those people, huh? Hey, everybody, if you want to listen to some weird, creepy kind of shit, go look up number stations on YouTube. Yeah. That shit's just bouncing around in our atmosphere. Forever. Short, yeah, <laughs> sh- shortwave radio, everybody. That's right. <sighs> what are they there for? Nobody knows. Let's do some Twitter. Um, DJ Mitsuhara says... My wife only allow my kids. My wife. My wife only allows my kids to play two hours on Saturday and Sunday. You have time limits for your kids. I'm trying to getting around to teaching my kids how to build their own games in Unreal Engine. Thank you all for 2020. Let's hope 2021 is brighter. All the best to you all. Uh, I mean, to, if you uh, have two hours for games and then you're helping them make games outside of that, I think that's pretty fair trade. Yeah. Um, I guess. Uh, 
we do limit our son. So like every night um, before he's allowed to do anything screen time wise, he has to obviously finish his schoolwork because he gets schooled from home. And then he has to do all of his chores. And then when he finishes all of his chores, which, by the way, we have to include taking a shower and brushing your teeth into chores because otherwise children don't do it. Which one do it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so once he does all of that, we give him screen time. And then on the weekends, we give him a little bit more because it is the weekend. And then obviously over holidays, we give him more time. But, yeah, we do limit time. Yeah, uh, kind of on our side. We just tend to we tend to have what I'll call soft limits where his time is limited based on the fact that we have other stuff to do. Yep. It's, it's, it's all based on kind of like your lifestyle too. So like, yeah, you know, if you have other things going on or if you've got other things to do, um, we're pretty lenient unless he's, you know, acting up. And if he acts up, like literally yep. the first thing we take is the video games. So same. That seems to and be I'm the sure... one he gets the most pissed about. <laughs> I'm sure this year has been weird too, for stuff like that. It has been. You, for like, sure. What are you going to say? Go play outside with other kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of can't yeah. do that. Yeah, go catch COVID. <laughs> yeah, go catch COVID or something, you know. Yeah, it's it's definitely hard. And it's weird because we had actually pulled him out before COVID. And now, like, that's just going to be the norm, at least for a while. So it's definitely been a weird year. I feel like. I'm limited on what I can do. I mean, that's because you actually have to go to work now, Drew. Yeah, I, I still go to work <laughs> <laughs> at 4:45 in the morning. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, I shoot. It's it's almost like my parents were telling me I have to stop playing Xbox. You know what? The weird, like I sat around and thought about this the other day. The weirdest thing to me is like how long it's been since I've been out to dinner. Oh, yeah. we, haven't sat, we haven't sat down in a restaurant since January. Yeah, like I sit and I think about that. I'm like, that is something that I normally do maybe on like a bi-weekly basis, you know, just go out for a meal. Yep. And we just don't, we just don't do that anymore. No. Not no more. It's, it's weird to me, man. <laughs> We're like back in like the 1960s. We'd sit in front of the TV and watch whatever we want to. Yeah, TV trays. Yeah, we had the TV dinners. Yeah, TV trays have got to have got to have gone up in sales recently, right? My 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 TV tray is my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I prop my feet, I prop my feet up in the recliner and just uh, set my plate on my stomach and eat. So my wife bought me last year for Christmas this little tray that sits over my lap, and I use that. It's like a little wooden tray that you sit over your lap when you're sitting in your recliner watching TV. I highly recommend it. It's very wonderful. How many times have you spilled a drink? I have cup holders in my recliner, Drew. I do not have those. I used to, but we got a new. Uh, we got a new couch. Well, my Sounds game like room you downgraded. Yeah, my game room um, last year. I bought a electric recliner, and it has cup holders on both sides. Yeah. It's it's basically a theater seat is what they call it. You can you can match it together with if you buy multiple ones, you can match it with those. Yeah. It's it's very wonderful. I highly recommend it. Oh, I love my couch. My couch has two recliners on both ends. Oh nice. I like those kind. We've got an L shaped couch now we bought this. Nah. Year. Gotcha. So But I, I do like sitting at the at the uh connection L. Because I can lean my back and lay my feet up on it. That's pretty wonderful. 
Not going to lie. All right, Curtis says, Happy holidays to you all. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas. Question, what's your best and worst gaming moments for 2020, and which games are you all looking forward to in 2021? Uh, I'm going to say that my my worst gaming moment is the fact that I was hyped for Cyberpunk for uh, six years and am not even playing it at launch. Yeah. That's pretty up there, actually. I thought there was a game that I played earlier this year that I absolutely despised and I thought I was going to love, and I can't for the life of me remember it. You know, I I don't want to give anything away for the games of the year where we usually talk about our worst games. So I will say that it was a very big disappointment to play, um, God, uh, Space Channel Five VR kind of funky <laughs> newsflash, and literally be done it in thirty minutes or less. And I went, "That's it? Oh no, there's one more mode. Okay, I did that." All right. Well, my total time was less than an hour. This, they want forty dollars for this. I'm like, all right. Well, guess I gotta go write my review now. And then I was just like, I don't want to trash this, but you're asking too much. Yeah. That was disappointing because because when you inside baseball, when you realize something has good qualities to it, but you know you're gonna have to gonna have to be mean, it's a lot harder to write. Because if a game's just outright bad, it's really easy to write. Oh God, those are the be- those are the easiest reviews to write. Is time when a game to suck sure. so bad. I, I feel to like kick the teeth in. <laughs> All right, so I write Speed Three Grand Prix review. Fuck this. So I feel it's easier to write a uh, a review of a game that is awesome. Oh, an uh, awesome game is oh, super yeah, awesome easy to write. Easy that's, that's the easiest. The second easiest is the right one that's horrible. Oh, but see, I still, I I still I have some <laughs> I still have some trepidation when it comes to writing bad reviews. But the ones that are hard are the ones that are just like, it's okay. Yeah, like this is yeah. the most mediocre ass mediocre game and you're like, what do I even oh my God, Paul. Yeah, like what do I even say about this? Like it's well, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. That was my issue with my recently written Superland review. Like I've been putting that off because I'm like, I don't hate this game, but I don't like this game either. Like, this game is here, and I'm sure somebody loves it, but I think that that game made some big errors on the puzzles. And I'm just like, every time every time I felt good about this game, you instantly made me feel bad because you made a puzzle that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yep. So, like, how am I supposed to... So, that was a hard one to write. Like... You know, I think the even Avengers like just, was hard for me. Which one? The Avengers. The Avengers. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. There's of a disappointment for this year. The Avengers. Oh man, I wanted to love that game so much. I love Crystal Dynamics. I like the Avengers. I'm like, oh, this this is a loot based superhero game. That sounds so cool. And it just kind all of... we needed was the costumes. Uh, the goddamn costumes. It'll take you 40 hours to get you a goddamn costume. No shit, right? You gotta grind yeah. for hours just to get a fucking costume. And there's like a cost- ton of them. It's there's like, a million of them. Yeah, and it's like, I would like that costume. What do I gotta do to get... Oh, fuck that. Yep, gotta do a million of these things. Yeah, you I know just, what? No. 
I do have a disappointment because it won't make my game of the year and it won't make the worst games of the year. But boy, I love Watch Dogs, and I thought this is gonna be the return to form, and it is just not all. It's the not a bad game. I don't. I don't. I won't say I don't recommend it, but it's one of those literally like this is gonna be the game that you play not to to completion between something you want to play more. It's really like that's where that game fits in. And it just didn't live up to two or one, quite frankly. Yeah. So Yeah, on a positive note, my god, the last month between Immortals yeah. and Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, I'm just like in gaming heaven. Those two games were such a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I mean Immortals I I've been honest with my trepidation when I heard kind of the tone that it was setting up, but Man, I love that game more and more that I've played. I mean, I've I went from like earlier last week to, from eight hours to thirty something in the last couple days. Like it's only been like four or five days that I've played it constantly. Yeah, so. I played it nonstop when they sent it to me, and I could not wait to talk about it. It was so good. I got a weird moment. Um because it's not a game that came out this year, but finally getting through The Witcher 3 and both DLCs was like high moment for me. I mean, that's, a, that's some quality-ass fucking video game right there. It is, yeah, it for is. Sure. And, I, and I'll be honest with you, it doesn't happen much anymore. But when I finally, because we played The Witcher 3 for like two months, two and a half months, and that's all I really played besides Overwatch. But when I finished it and we finished uh, blood and wine. Uh, I kind of felt sad. I, I legit felt a little empty. I'm like, gosh, now what am I going to do? Yeah. And I, I was just like, I have been nothing but devoted to this game for so long. Um, And then I finished it and I was like, yeah, right. I finished it. And I'm like, now what? You know, it's funny you mentioned Phoenix down. I got two sort of disappointments that are Phoenix down related. Sunset Overdrive, I was hoping would be just slightly better than it was, but I finished it, so hey, yeah. positive. And uh, Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, Call of Cthulhu, I... They're disappointments because they're not bad games. They're just no. Not In the great scheme of things, I enjoyed Call of Cthulhu. I think I it was okay. Sunset Overdrive, it was I did okay. too. No, both, both of them just, were fine. I, I think I had higher expectations for them, is what I'm saying. Neither of them are games I would say never play. I just don't love them as much as I was hoping I would. So yeah. I would say that's a disappointment. But but again, they're not bad games. Just that's yeah. my own expectations being thrown on. Um, yeah. Animal Crossing's really good. Hey, I thought I'd be like, oh, it's just another Animal Crossing, but I really like the uh, building mechanics in it. Yep. No, that game is fantastic. It changes a lot of stuff. Everybody liked the Animal Crossing, except for me. I didn't care for that game. Well, well I never like thought fun. you would. No, I've never liked an Animal Crossing, so it's not a shock. I felt this one... I mean, I liked New Leaf. I've liked them all, but um, I liked New Leaf um, quite a bit, especially after the update. But, um, I mean, like this one just feels very different just because of how involved with everything you have to be. Yeah. Which I 
like you know uh, most of the other games were very hands off with what you were being like asked to do really so Curtis also says would love to hear your thoughts on Xbox and PlayStation banning console and accounts when gamers fail to honor their terms of service agreement do you think it's fair or unfair to ban a console making it useless why not ban an account alone and do we actually own the consoles we buy I mean, it, I've I've heard of I've heard of Microsoft banning consoles before. Um, the reasons being that they were stealing games and modding them, um, which is in the terms of service. And it's also highly point, illegal. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I've never heard of I've heard of banned accounts. Sure. And sometimes it's for shitty reasons, but. For sure, like you know, it's not a perfect. Nothing's a perfect system, um, and if it happened to me, I'd be very upset and would fight to get it back. Of course, depends on the people that you talk to. But like every, I swear to God, every time I ever hear about um, like a whole console being locked, it's for way worse reasons than the person wants to sh- actually share. Like it's oh, like, sure. oh, they were. Well, I was just doing this. Did you have a, your console modded? Well, yeah. Well. What did you think it was? Did you think it was you swearing at someone online, or do you think it was maybe modding your console? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. it's it's they'll always they'll always mention the little thing that pushes them over the edge, but not the other things that they were doing. Now, again, it's not a perfect system, so I'm sure some people get wrongly accused and have that happen. But I, I'm sorry. Like sometimes it's like the, the reason why they ban the console is so it puts a monetary barrier from that person doing it again hey you are now out this much money you either if you're going to spend that much money again maybe don't do the thing you did yeah to get yourself banned that's what they're doing because they can't just charge you a fee so that's how they do it yeah i as far as owning the console you buy of course you own the console you buy it's just that you know this company has a terms of service because software is so it's so rights based now and i know there are good and bad to that, and some people hate it, and some people don't. It doesn't bother them, but in order for them to protect those kind of things, they have to put those things in place. And let's be fair, my console works just fine because I'm not out there doing some crazy shit with it. And I can sell it to somebody, I can give it to somebody, I can smash it with a hammer if I want to get a couple thousand YouTube views, but <laughs> I, I, you know. It's a weird yeah. world that I, I think we're still learning. And of course, we're still going to be learning as digital software rights and things go forward. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It's too me. vague of a question. It like, really uh, is because too. there's there's too many. Like, you could point me to 10 examples of the way it's bad, and I can point you to 10 examples of the way it's completely n- not a big deal. So it just is what it is. And I mean. Let's go buy a Super Nintendo. They can't take that from you. That's true. They can't ban you from playing your Super Nintendo. No. <laughs> Just Miyamoto walks into your house with a hammer like, oh, and smashes it. Fuck this. You, you're no longer allowed to play Zelda, you son of a bitch. Uh, span- you're pirating our games. Smash! Smash it with a hammer. Like Miyamoto got a letter. From, from your neighbor <laughs> saying you were copying cartridges. I'm a smasher. Fucking Super Nintendo. 
Spanish says thanks for another year of keeping me company at work. Can't wait for next year and what next gen, next gen games we get to play on our new hardware. Keep up the great work, guys. Have a great new year. So Did nobody you say goes through everyone as well. Yes, absolutely. Anybody listening, we're, we're we're happy you joined us in this interesting journey of the podcast itself, but also this year of 2020. It's been crazy. Nobody asked this question in the Twitter, and I was shocked. Nobody asked what everybody got for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I was expecting, like, hey, you know, we, we don't need to know. 2020 has been shit. Yeah, but that should be why it ends on a good note, right? You, I don't know. I didn't. Maybe it's like bragging. I, I feel uncomfortable. I, I just had to admit that I got a Switch because people have known on this podcast that I did not have one for a long time, and I was very vocal about that fact. No, oh, I I've never so looked I'm at asking clicking. I've never looked at people telling me what they got for Christmas is bragging. I don't know. It, people are it, it's weird. This year is weird. And Absolutely. Like people's Christmas is weird with people, so I just don't I you know, I try not to brag or ask too much. Sure, sure. There's just certainly a good, lot of good people, or bad, yes or no. <laughs> yeah, certainly there's a lot of people out there that had a much worse Christmas than others, for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially in this country where people were sitting around Day after Christmas, wondering if they were going to have a job or a house, you know? Yeah. 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 Which I still don't even know the answer to that question, but whatever. Yeah. Fuck this whole thing. I don't uh, know. Yep. Fair statement. I will just say that I had a very wonderful Christmas, and I hope everybody else did, too. Same. It's always fun watching your kids. I swear... If you guys win and if you guys have kids, man, there's nothing better than watching your kids. That's the best. That is the best. Yeah, I, I mean, like, even if I had, like, a, I don't have any brothers or sisters, but if I had a nephew or niece type of thing, I'm sure I would be more in the Christmas spirit. Um, yeah. I was immediately done, though. I, I joked about it on Twitter, but I literally at midnight pulled the fucking tree down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we did all that today. Yeah, I was like, "Come on, 2021, let's go." <laughs> I was like, "I feel like the faster I get this down, the faster it's going to be over." <laughs> and just think, on Friday, it's over. 2021, we'll be here. Next time we do a yep. show, it'll be 2021. It's true. Whew. Well, I don't have anything else. So, unless you guys have anything else, we'll go through our calls here. Pull this up. Uh, if you want to send us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at N4G Podcast for the show, at ZTGD Content for the website. Follow me at ZTGD, Ryan at WombatRP, Drew at Drew Leachman, uh, Phoenix Down, as Drew has already mentioned. Last episode of Dead Space is up. The next game is the Ocarina of Time. Yes, so this week we are going to be taking a week off. Uh, we may do an intermission. In fact, if I can drag Ken Oh, on, here we go. I knew this was coming. If we can, I would enjoy doing maybe a Supernatural wrap-up. A wrap-up or a conversation? A conversation talking about our favorite episodes, oh, our wow. history with it, how it ended, how we feel about it. Because I know there's a few people that listen to this show that 
actually enjoy that show as well. Oh yeah, I've been tweeted at on Twitter several times, like totally do that episode. So I may try and bother you into doing that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have a busy week at work, but I can probably squeeze a couple hours in for a show one night this week. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, Ocarina of Time will be the first Phoenix Down game in 2021. Yes. Um, and I think that is all of my shouts. Everybody, hope you had a wonderful Christmas. I hope 2021 is better than 2020, because let's be fair, the bar is very low. True story. And let's hope we, we we get the world back to a normal, I'm using finger quotes, a normal state. But we're in the yeah. new normal, Ken, if I hear that <laughs> time. Oh, man. I, I Just like we talked about on the show, I miss so many of the stupid little things, like being able to hang out with people, being able to go see a movie, being able to go to dinner. Yep. So, hopefully we can get back to that next year. Other than that, it has been a year. 2020 is over. We thank you all for listening with us, joining, having some good gaming conversation. Look, new generation of consoles is here. There's a ton of new games coming out in 2021. There's always something to play, no matter where you play, so enjoy it. Unless anybody has anything else, we going to get out of here. Have a happy new year! Peace. Burker. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.